Please join in singing our entrance hymn, number 110. Alleluia, sing to Jesus, number 110. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome today to the celebration of the Solemnity of the Ascension, and of course the Ascension is one of the great uh, Easter feasts, and it almost brings to completion uh, the Easter season itself, and of course brings to the end uh, Christ's public ministry here on earth, uh, and of course that ministry continues and is fulfilled uh, with the coming of the Holy Spirit. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy.
Let us pray. Gladden us with holy joys, Almighty God, and make us rejoice with devout thanksgiving. For the ascension of Christ your Son is our exaltation, and where the head has gone before us in glory, the body is called to follow in hope. Through our Lord Jesus Christ your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. In my earlier work, Theophilus, I dealt with everything Jesus had done and taught from the beginning until the day he gave his instructions to the apostles he had chosen through the Holy Spirit and was taken up to heaven. He had shown himself alive to them after his passion by many demonstrations. For 40 days, he had continued to appear to them and tell them about the kingdom of God. When he had been at table with them, he had told them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for what the Father had promised. It is, he had said, what you have heard me speak about. John baptised with water, but you, not many days from now, will be baptised with the Holy Spirit. Now, having met together, they asked him, Lord, Has the time come? Are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know times or dates that the Father has decided by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and then you will be my witnesses not only in Jerusalem, but throughout Judea and Samaria, and indeed to the ends of the earth. As he said this, He was lifted up while they looked on, and a cloud took him from their sight. They were still staring into the sky when suddenly two men in white were standing near them, and they said, Why are you men from Galilee standing here looking into the sky? Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, this same Jesus will come back in the same way as you have seen him go there. The word of the Lord. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. All peoples clap your hands, cry to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, we must fear, great King over all the earth. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. Sing praise for God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our King. Sing praise. God is King of all the earth. Sing praise with all your skill. God is King over the nations. God reigns on his holy throne. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. May the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, give you a spirit of wisdom and perception of what is revealed, to bring you to full knowledge of him. May he enlighten the eyes of your mind 
so that you can see what hope his call holds for you, what rich glories he has promised the saints will inherit, and how infinitely great is the power that he has exercised for us believers. This you can tell from the strength of his power at work in Christ, when he used it to raise him from the dead and to make him sit at his right hand in heaven, far above every sovereignty, authority, power or domination or any other name that can be named, not only in this age but also in the age to come. He has put all things under his feet and made him as the ruler of everything, the head of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills the whole creation. The word of the Lord. Make disciples of all the nations. I am with you always, yes, to the end of time. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. And Jesus said to his disciples, You see how that it is written that the Christ would suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that in his name repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. And you are witnesses to this. And now I am sending down to you what the Father had promised. Stay in the city then, until you are clothed with power from on high. Then he took them out as far as the outskirts of Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. Now, as he blessed them, he withdrew from them and was carried up to heaven. They worshipped him then, and went back to Jerusalem full of joy, and they were continually in the temple, praising God. The Gospel of the Lord. Someone the other day there was asking me where I was planning to go on holiday uh, and I was saying that at this time I didn't have any uh, particular plans and the person suggested to me that I might wish to go to the Holy Land um, and was a bit surprised when I said that I didn't really want to go there. I suppose most people think that that would be the ideal holiday resort uh, for priests but I've always had a fear of going to the Holy Land that at the end of the day I would be disappointed with what I would see. Places with dubious and tenuous historical connections to Jesus. Places that claim to be where Jesus was, might have been or could have been. Those layers of history, if you like, which cover things up, which make it unrecognisable to what it must have been in the past. It's hard to believe sometimes 
that these are the exact places in which uh, things happened in Jesus' life, where, for instance, he was born, the exact place, where certain miracles took place, where he was baptized, where he ate the Last Supper, uh, where he died uh, and was seen uh, thereafter. How can we know those things and what's the historical truth? It seems at best vague and unreliable. We think uh, that Christ's ascension itself took place at the Mount of Olives, uh, just exactly where Bethany is, which is mentioned in the Gospel today. They have a cave uh, which was there, uh, which they think the ascension uh, happened at. By the year 384, they had built a church just a small distance from that cave. This was destroyed in the 7th century and then rebuilt by the Crusaders. In the 12th century, it came into the possession of Saladin and has been in the possession of the Islamic world ever since. In that very same building, uh, or just nearby, I should say, uh, there is a a rock, uh, the very rock itself, which Jesus himself uh, is said to have ascended into heaven from. It's preserved. It's in the ground and is covered by a glass that you might see it. It's hard to believe, isn't it, that this is the very rock, this is the very uh, place from which Jesus himself ascended. It's not hard to believe in a general sense that the ascension itself might have took place in this vicinity because it's mentioned in the Gospel that it was at the town of Bethany uh, where the rock itself and where the place which is venerated now uh, is, um, is uh, recognised. But some people, as you know, very often need these things uh, for their faith uh, to make it real and to strengthen it. But I suspect at the end of the day, most people don't need those kind of proofs. In a certain sense, the feast uh, day that we celebrate today, uh, at least in our own minds, allows us to stand on the ground that Jesus himself ascended into heaven. It allows us to recall the event. It allows us to take note of it. It allows us to venerate and respect it, the place, the event, the joy and the glory of what happened on that day. This feast itself that we are celebrating today allows us to recognise the work of the Saviour that is done and fulfilled and completed and finished on the day of the Ascension. He fulfils what he is sent to do. He has done the Father's will. The new phase itself then begins, a time of the Spirit in which humanity and particularly the Church is guided by the Spirit until the end until the time when the final judgment itself comes. We don't have to travel a a, a great distance, uh, a far distance. Most of us don't need to see that very stone on which Jesus himself is said to have stood and descended into heaven. We don't have to cast our eyes around the hill and the terrain and the sky and see the things and smell the olive trees that might have been smelled by the apostles. We simply know, we believe, and trust that it's true. Christ's great mission 
ends with the celebration of the ascension. He ascends into heaven. He sits at the Father's right hand. The words, the miracles, the death and rising is over, and our lives now begin in the power of the Spirit, which he promised he will send. His words, then, are being fulfilled today. The Spirit is in our lives. The daily miracles go on. The power of the Spirit is in each of us. His death and rising is realized through our baptism in the Spirit. He is alive in us through the Spirit until he comes again to gather all things to himself. Pilgrims, people who are curious, people who need to know things, uh, very often go in search of those great experiences to places where they can maybe see things or maybe they can grasp hold of things. But faith in the end needs very little. It very often doesn't need those big proofs or things to see and to take in. It simply believes and trusts in God, in the power of God, in the plan of God, in the things that he chooses to do. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things are made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. On this solemnity of the glorious ascension of Christ into heaven, we honour the eternal Son of God who has completed his divine mission on earth so perfectly. And as he returns to heaven in glory, may he be praised and honoured in the church and his name be held holy until the end of time and to the corners of the world. That we may always honour and reverence Christ in our hearts. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. That Catholics who are away from their faith may return to God in humility. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. At this time in which some children have received Holy Communion for the first time, we pray that this sacrament be continued to be the guiding light in their lives. Lord, hear us. For honesty and a spirit of dedication from those who serve us in public office. Lord, hear us. For all who have asked for our prayers. Lord, hear us. 
Almighty God, in this day in which we honour Christ ascended into heaven, we ask you to hear the prayers of your church on earth. Give us every grace that we need to honour and love you and to do your work on earth. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Hymn number 273, Gifts of Bread and Wine. Number 273. brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. We offer sacrifice now in supplication, O Lord, to honour the wondrous ascension of your Son. Grant, we pray, that through this most holy exchange, we too may rise up to heavenly realms. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For after his resurrection, he plainly appeared to all his disciples and was taken up to heaven in their sight that he might make us sharers in his divine light. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim.
you are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not in our sins but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace.
Christ Jesus risen and ascended, happy are we to be called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter into my
please join in singing hymn number 560, Our God Loves Us, number 560. Let us pray. Almighty ever living God, who allow those on earth to celebrate divine mysteries, grant we pray that Christian hope may draw us onward to where our nature is united with you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Just to let you know that Catherine McLaughlin uh, from our parish funeral will be on Saturday morning uh, and also Bernard Douglas has died as well and his funeral will be a week on Saturday. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Hymn number 310, Hail Redeemer, King Divine, number 310.